Welcome back to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 31 for the week of November 24th. And this week we'll be in Hollywood Studios and doing One Man's Dream with Walt Disney. And this is Adam. And as always, you can always contact us on our website, theseamazingplaces.com. If you want to send us an email, podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Our voicemail line is 641-715-3900, extension 53056. And really, that's just so you can contact us. We'll talk a little bit more about adding in pictures with our Flickr group. And we really send this contact information into you just so you can contact us if you have any comments about what we've said or if you want to add into anything that we've said on the show as far as what we're doing. All right. Thanks. Stay with us. Hey, all right. Happy Thanksgiving week, Turkey week for all those people in the United States listening to us. All right. This show, we're going to talk, we could be talking about a couple different things. First off, Flickr and how uh, we have a group in Flickr now. Uh, we'll talk more about that. We are releasing videos now. Uh, we're going to comment a couple things about that. This past week, we've released, uh, what was it? The Tower, Tower of Terror, Terror. Yeah. from when you went, Doug. Yeah. And had some things there and then we're going to talk a little bit about hollywood studios and then finally finish up with uh our audio this week which is walt disney one man's dream um and the little theater there all right so first on the bill is the Flickr group um basically we have a Flickr account and if you're not a member you should join it's pretty fun you can uh Add in photos of whatever, comment on stuff. No, you they can have actually... to have their own account, though, right? Yes. Flickr account. Yes. Uh, it, I'm, whatever... And I guess, should we explain what Flickr is? Yeah, it's a, sure. It's basically... Just in case someone doesn't know. Because right. I know that there's, uh, what's that other group? It's like Picasso or something. Uh, and yeah, that's other Google. Yeah. But anyway. So Flickr, first of all, let's see. It's F-L-I-C-K-R.com. Flickr.com. I, I believe it's owned by Yahoo. Anyway, now you can put up to, uh, I think it's 200 pictures on there in a free account. Yes, that's and free. And you can break it down. You'll see that when you get on there. And you can break it down and use it in different ways there. If you want to go over 200 pictures, you can do that. But what it does is it begins to throw, kind of throw out to make it so that people can't see the ones that date back, your first ones. So in other words, you're only going to end up with 200 on there at all times. Unless you go to a pro account, which they want, I think it's 24.95 a year. Uh, for that, and then that gives you video, that gives you a lot of other stuff that you can do on there. And the great thing about that is we can upload our high-res photos, you know, or whatever our full quality is, which mine ends up being like 1024 by 768, but it's not extremely huge. But anyway, you can download those. So any of those photos you see on our website that you like, eventually we're going to release all those to Flickr. You can download them, stick them on your desktop, use them whatever you want. A lot of people don't allow you to do that. They put restrictions on their Flickr accounts just to say only let you view them and comment. Right. And But we're just like, you know what? Just download them. Take right. them. It's, we've taken And I know them. like a lot of guys yeah. are going in and taking pictures and... And they give you like what you'll see on their Flickr account as a preview. Then you can't download it. They right. want you to buy it yeah. off of another site or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, so whatever. About yeah. that, we would like you to join our group. It's called These Amazing Places. Uh, all you have to do is just be a member. And then in so our go group. To, go into Flickr.com. Yep. If you just go to our website and click on the Photos tab, 
then click on our Flickr account and it'll go right to our Flickr. And that shows you right there. It's the easiest way. Right. Yeah, that's and you I don't mean. have to remember this big long link of whatever. And just join our group and add in photos. And you have to be, you already have to have those photos uploaded on your Flickr account and it just, just it's links making them. the link then between the two. Yep. But and then, yeah, any photos of places where I don't care where you live, where you vacationed, what your vacation's been like, things that interest you, stick them up on there, and uh, and then it'll show. It links back to yours, so then it shows that you you're the one, or your website's the one that uh, your your account is the one that has submitted them. Yep, and you can comment on any photos there within the group, and it's kind of like a little community there. And uh, if you want to comment on any of ours, that'd be great too. And so. That's Flickr. All right. So, what's the next thing we're okay, going to talk about? Okay, next we're going to talk about videos. the video. So, okay, so we released Tower of Terror last week on a Wednesday. And I think we're, we're going to try whenever we can to release one. And if it comes out, it'll be out on Wednesday. So, you can get that through iTunes. And I think we have a couple of uh, yeah. things going on right now with the website. That Yeah, still- I, I haven't figured out how way how to release it off our website with our download application we have installed. So, if you want the video and you don't, Unfortunately, you're going to have to subscribe to it through iTunes uh, just to get the video to watch it. And it's not really like a big deal. The purpose of our videos... Yeah, the purpose of the video is not... Well, now the Tower of Terror takes you through the entire ride. Uh, But now a lot of them, they're basically to give you a taste, a visual taste, moving visual taste of, of what the attraction is like. And uh, they're not always going to coincide with the audio that's coming out for that week. For instance, the one that we're going to be coming out with this week is from the Festival of the Lion King and Animal Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that's a show that we did some time ago. So if you ever want to hear the full audio of it, you can go back to the show. You can listen to the full audio of the presentation there. This, between the pictures that we have on Flickr and the video now that we'll be releasing... Uh, and then the full audio kind of gives you the full package and the full experience of what, what, that, that, what that attraction in that park is like. And by all means, the video is not in HD. We just use a, a basic uh, USB camera to record it, and it's just for the purpose of kind of giving you a feel. That's also why we use Flickr. We feel that using Flickr gives you a lot higher resolution than if you were to, say, ride a dark ride and just not get a good picture of it because it's in video and it's horrible lighting and it's just pixelated the whole time. But if you have a good camera that you can catch up like something in the dark, we feel flicker and photos and still photos is really where you can get the good quality of the pictures. And the audio of course will be the great great regardless of lighting and so that the purpose of the audio also is to give you a just a good taste of the ride. And, right. And this and video can be put onto your video iPod. Yep. Now, and I know, and I could be wrong on this, but I just know that a lot of times I don't have a lot of time to sit around and watch full videos on my iPod. But So we're going to try to give you shorter segments a lot of times. Yep. So uh, hopefully that works out for you all. Once again, send us comments, uh, call us, See what you think. Uh, yep. send us email, whatever, uh, just to let us know what you think and how it's working out for you. It- and if you do have enough time and you've listened to our show and you want to watch our videos, oh, we also have it on YouTube. We yeah. are a member on YouTube. I forgot about right. that. It's just youtube.com slash these amazing places. Uh, so every vi- that's another way you can watch it if they're not right. uh, downloading it directly. There we um, go. But anyway, uh, I am using the audio that we've recorded and that we've played on the podcast. So if you are into that and you do have time to sit down and watch the video, put on your headphones and listen to the stereo sound. Because I put that on purpose because I didn't want to make it the, you know this crappy audio from this little camera. I wanted to make it as best we could. So the ter- Tower of Terror has that. The Lion King will have it. And as we release more, we'll have some good audio with it. 
Okay, so we're building. Uh, as we go along, we're building, trying to expand our little universe here. So uh, let us know what you think. All, All right. right. Next, shoot on to this. Now, this is a... Uh, you've got something here I saw in the notes about uh, parades. You want to talk about the general theme and everything of Hollywood Studios, correct? Yeah. So we're going to actually, just to start some conversation, I, what, you're not a big fan of the parades, are you? No. Like, as far as going. And no. I'm not either. Um, but a lot tell of people me this. Are. What about your kids? Do they enjoy them? No. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, well, you know what, though? A lot of that problem could be... As I've said a thousand times before, my youngest son's in a wheelchair, and unless you line oh, yeah, up, he couldn't see. Right, yeah. unless you line up out there six hours before the parade starts, uh-huh. uh, then it's worthless. He can't see any of it. Yeah, and so no. Plus, on top of that, he's just he doesn't seem really that interested. So no, yeah. we usually just move on by. Well, he's reaching that age now where he's not like into the kid things as much he's more right. into the teenager type things so right well and a lot but, of people love them i mean i remember being probably 13 or so and seeing the electric light parade electro light parade spectra magic yeah i think that was even the rename oh, it, was, it, was it was something rena- else oh, before it was called that. and okay. it was really fascinating because of the music and the lights but this was you know before well before most people were born yeah. i think <laughs> most people <laughs> well yeah you have I to think. remember there are but, a lot yeah. more people older than yeah. you <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway um uh yeah so it was pretty fascinating at that time and i think probably i don't know if i stopped and watched some of them now the fascination for a lot of people this is where i become odd maybe but the fascination in the parks for a lot of people are the characters and I can't say I never loved the parks for the characters. I always loved the parks for um, for the uh, visualization, for the immersion into another world. I mm-hmm. could go into each ride and each attraction, and I was immersed into another place. And I had that kind of imagination when I was young, and I still have that now. And so that tends to be how I want to I want to be able to react to the park. And it's an entertainment value that I think is very. Uh, it, it applies to those adults who aren't into the characters and right. I run into that category. I really appreciate the technology they use to create that experience of riding the ride because it's like, it's like stepping into a movie. Instead of just watching the movie on your TV set, you know, it's just like this whatever sound, you know, yep. boring. But then when you actually like, you know, it's f- farther than putting on your 3D glasses. It's walking inside of the ride and all around you, surround sound. Visually, it's better than 3D, all well, that plus, stuff. Plus, you know, so. even, and this is what I like about the Disney parks, uh, when you walk into them, you're immersed into another world. It's clean, it's inviting. Most of the time, it's inviting. Uh, the cast members are usually friendly. Uh, I don't know, it's just a different place. And the company, I think, does the greatest job doing that. And Yeah, it's not like walking into your company. common theme park. Right. Where... You know, they just really, and I've said it a thousand times, the um, the rides are splat me against the wall rides. They just want to mm-hmm. kick your rear end, basically, on rides, take you as fast as they can, spin you around as quickly as possible, and then really just plant a boot in your butt and send you out the gate. And I then, mean, that's what they're there to do, and, and Disney is not like that. Though. Yeah, and even in, when they greet you, when you walk in the park, it's just like, hey, here's your ticket, right. see you later, have a good day, yeah. or whatever, it's like... And it doesn't it happen doesn't, like that in the mm-hmm, Disney parks. At exactly. least I, you know, maybe some other people have had that experience, but I really haven't. Even when I'm uh, overwhelmed by having you know an army of people with me, it still has been a good experience. And they've done they've done a lot to make sure that that happens. So yeah, 
Uh, quickly, I want to jump back to one point, and then we're going to continue on that point. Uh, when we walked into the Disney Hollywood Studios, it was uh, like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and a parade was beginning to start, and that's why I wanted to start at the beginning here when we started on the parades. Um, I encourage you to definitely pick up a times guide when you are in the parks. Unfortunately, they aren't uh, necessarily advertised way ahead of time because some things may change. They may have specials on certain days that don't happen except for maybe, you know, like Thanksgiving. They might have something. I don't know. But when we first walked in, the parade in Hollywood Studios is right down the main stretch. So we booked it to the side and it was like uh, literally like two minutes before the parade started. And people were lined up and we're like running down the middle of the uh, like the parade and people are looking at us like, what are those people doing? But we wanted to jump <laughs> hey, over. Hey, look, it's the Adams Family. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that they had yeah. anything to do with the Disney parks. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wow. So. Now I've insulted uh, Adam and our friends. Uh, it doesn't matter. I heard those names ever since I was in <laughs> elementary school. <laughs> okay. But... Uh, we wanted to get over to the other side behind the, if you're the Mickey Sorcerer's hat in Hollywood Studios, if you know what I'm talking about. Yep. And uh, that's back where Toy Story Mania, Mania was, and that's what we wanted to hit. So anyway, um, if you do happen to run into the parade or you're going to get to the parade, if you walk straight down the main stretch, hang a right. And I believe there's a little logo that kind of says Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's like a little arch. It, it's kind of backed by, if I remember right, I think the Little Mermaid's back there and some other things. But anyway, that's a little jot behind the parade route that you can get if you want to get back behind where Toy Story Midway Mania is and, and back into the Backlot Tour and continuing back there. Which, if you are not into the parades, if you are into the parades, well... Good luck. Get there early and have some fun. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, there are a lot of people that are into them. I see them lined up along the streets every time. So that's all right because it empties the ride queues out so that I can get on the rides a little quicker. Okay. So, I, so going back to the detail in uh, Disney, um, I forget exactly what we were talking about. Something about the, uh, just how the immersive experience was. Right. And, yeah. And uh, oh, how people relate to Disney in terms of Mickey Mouse and the characters. And I think that is a good transition into talking about the life of Walt Disney. And I think that the reason a lot of the kids relate to Disney and characters is because maybe they don't experience the rides like adults do, right. where it's like an immersive experience. They're kind of just like, they see this one icon of a mouse and say, oh, that's how I associate it. And on that note, I think it's very interesting how the beginning of Walt Disney began with a mouse in a cartoon. And that's really how... He got his company started. So that transitions into, over into our audio. Yeah, this into week. our audio for this week, which is going to be uh, One Man's Dream. And that is, of course, about Walt Disney. And as you listen to the audio, you'll hear it's uh, pretty much a, a movie uh, with a lot of clips and stuff of Walt Disney talking, other people talking about Walt Disney. And, uh, and really, it, it does a pretty good job of kind of telling the story of who he is. And, uh, and what he's about, what he was about, why he created this, and why he started it. Um, and I don't know if anybody's heard a lot of that. I mean, they said uh, the story that I've heard a little part of it was that he was standing, uh, I think, at a theme park, a little carnival with his two daughters, and uh, a lot of the things they wanted to do, he couldn't really experience with them. And a lot of things that he wanted to do, they couldn't experience with him. And so he started to think about, I would like to build a place where families can go and experience it together and so that's really what he's done 
what he what he had done, and I think maybe in some ways they've drifted a little bit away from that. Uh, but now they're heading back. They drifted away a little bit with uh, some of the faster rides, like Mission Space and things like that. But now with Toy Story Mania, I think they're really making a strong return. Yeah. To to be in that type of place again. Well, then again, one of the fun rides that you enjoyed, they took away, which was the Alien, the Alien Encounter. Encounter. Right. So that would be one of those rides that uh, maybe not a lot of people like. So I don't know. They kind of right. Well, you know with what? That idea. It's it's an idea of should we cater well, to the teenage of the family. And then the family comes, and you know, I don't know. Well, and, you Maybe. know, don't don't think that I'm I'm not I'm not cutting down on anything that they've done lately, um, because I know that Walt always said that uh, he wanted to see the parks always changing, and so uh, that's what they're doing. And sometimes you sometimes you get it just right, and sometimes it takes a, a little while. Um, and I like that. I like that that they at least continue to try. And you can tell when they're out there with clipboards and they're asking people what's going on. Right. That's exactly what they're doing. Right. They're trying to get your idea. Okay. So, so let's hey. talk about the attraction a little bit. Yeah, Just, yeah. I know so we're kind of running over. But take us into the queue real quick, uh, okay. Adam. And Well, I guess I wouldn't call it a queue because in it, it, it in itself is an attraction in that it's uh, based on uh, just kind of looking at different archived uh, items throughout the history of Walt Disney and the Walt Disney Parks. So, you walk in and it's just a huge room with a lot of different artifacts here and there. It's actually got a model of Walt Disney's office on the left, like in his old days. And it just has like a, you know, like a cartoon on the wall. And then on the one side of the wall would be a map for like future Disney World. Because he was never around when Disney World was built. And of course, this being in Disney World, it's kind of interesting to just see the difference... And, and and the additions that they've added because it's more than just Disney World artifacts. It's like um, there are models of each of the parks, the uh, castles from Paris and uh, Disney Sea. There's a there's a model God, of Disney. I didn't C know any of this. Yeah, so I haven't been in this. So yeah. this is great. Um, in fact, I think we were there with Roy, and he said, "Oh, look at this. Here's a hidden Mickey." And I was like, "Where?" And I couldn't tell. And then he's like, well, just look, if you were a plane flying over this castle, what would you see? And it was like a hidden Mickey. The castle was shaped like a Mickey. So, so and that you wouldn't know unless you like looked at the models. And But it, there was like, there's like a model of the uh, tree, uh, tree, tree of, of life. life. Tree of life. It's yeah. like the first model that they had uh, sculpted. You know, it's only like three feet tall, but it's in the glass case. Um, there's different paintings of stuff. Oh, there's a, there's a little animators tool that shows you how Walt first initially created that 3D effect in his cartoons with the, the machine that they created. I don't know if it's the actual machine, but it's at least a model of it, and it kind of describes it. Um, wow. You know, it goes anywhere from that all the way through the parks. Um, pictures of the park, it shows uh, their uh, that, that island that they bought with the Disney Cruise Line. Castaway Key. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of talked about that when we were waiting in line with Roy and Patty. And, uh, but anyway, it's just kind of like a little See, area is, to go explore. Just, it describes the park. This yeah. ride describes the park. Yeah. Everywhere you look, if well, you just slow down just and take enough park. time, yeah. every, oh, yeah, yeah. there's so mm -hmm. much. That's what I mean by the immersion. Uh, wow, and just hearing you describe some of this has reminded me yeah, of the immersion and what it's about. There's stuff hidden. There's stuff placed. There's stuff detailed everywhere, everywhere you look. So... Yeah, you're not going to just walk through this ride quickly. Okay. I mean, it's not something that someone with fast-paced, you know, yeah, well, who wants to ideas just, through just the wants day. to run through it is well, not going to enjoy this, is, yeah. this attraction. This, and, is, this uh, is good. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, and again, it's one of those places you can stop, get some nice air conditioning, relax, go through it, 
if you really want to go through the parks and hit over the attraction, I don't know if this is this the is right place. This is probably not your place. And maybe if you have stop. really young kids, it may be difficult, right? Okay. So, anyway, so, I think enough said. If yeah, you have comments good. about that, once again, send us stuff. And All right, let's move on to the audio. And here you go. I 
dollars in my pocket for my Kansas City ventures. Now, my brother Roy was already in Los Angeles. Both of us were unemployed. We solved the problem by going into business for ourselves. We established the first animated cartoon studio in Hollywood. Walt's dream was finally coming true. He had his first commercial success, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. And Walt himself was lucky enough to marry the girl of his dreams, Lillian, a pretty ink and paint girl who worked at his studio. Then he was dealt a tough blow. On a trip to New York City, he learned that through a contract loophole, he had lost ownership of Oswald. And to make matters worse, the distributor had signed away all of Walt's artists. Devastated, he headed back home to California. But something happened along the way that would change his world forever. Mickey Mouse came into our life. He popped out of my mind onto a drawing pad on a train ride from Manhattan to Hollywood at a time when the business fortunes of my brother Roy and myself were at lowest ebb, and disaster seemed right around the corner. His first actual screen appearance was at the Old Colony Theater in New York in Steamboat Willie. He was the first cartoon character to stress personality, and I thought of him from the first as a distinct individual. I did the voice. simply a little personality assigned to the purposes of laughter. Mickey fitted the need exactly. He brought in the money which saved the day. He enabled us to explore our medium and he paved the way for our more elaborate screen ventures. By nature, I'm an experimenter, so I had another idea which was plaguing my brain. It was a silly symphonies. It was a series without a central character. Every one of us are a new type of subject to give us something to reach out of and accomplish something different. Then we started distributing the Mouse and the silly symphonies. It was nip and tuck. Walt began to push himself and his artists. He worked day and night, and when he wasn't working, he was worrying about the future. And then the inevitable happened. In 1931, he suffered what he called a heck of a breakdown. So he took Lillian on the first vacation they had ever had. By the time he got back, he was a new man and ready to get back to work. Sometime in 835 and around two years ago. 
in Snow White. In fact, the, the banker, I think, was losing more sleep than I was. We had a big premiere at the Carthay Circle Theater, big, great Hollywood premiere. All of Hollywood brass turned out for a cartoon. Snow White and the Seven Wands is going to be presented this beautiful statue. Isn't it bright and shiny? Sure, it's beautiful. Aren't you proud of Mr. Disney? Well, I'm so proud, I think I'll bust. <laughs> With the profits of Snow White, I built a studio. Two years later, I was almost broke. <laughs> I had all these pictures in work. Everything mortgaged, including my 
family. I started with many ideas, threw them away, started all over again. Eventually it evolved into what you see today as Disneyland. But it all started from a daddy with two daughters wondering where he could take them, where he could have a little fun with them too. Heart means a lot to me in that something will never be finished, something that I can keep developing and adding to. Not only can I add things, but even the trees will keep growing. The thing will get more beautiful every year. I knew that if I did anything like the park, I had to have some kind of a medium like television to let the people know about it. Okay, that's a nice that's a nice attraction. Yeah. So and Adam very and I, cool, interesting, historical. Adam and I have kind awesome. of discussed it too, and I think that when my son in there, uh, when we go back in June, we're going to go and visit it. So hopefully, you all feel the same way after hearing that and hearing Adam's description of it. 
All right, with that, let's uh, move on to, uh, we're going to give, uh, we don't really have an audio preview since it hadn't happened yet, but let's just say that our next show is not going to be in the Disney parks, and it will be a uh, little preview of uh, the sounds of Small Town USA during the holidays. So let's just leave it at that. Yep, and we're creeping up on Christmas very quickly here, and uh, I think, you know, quite often we can release these shows on certain weeks that... Here we are. It's November 24th, and you know the week of November 24th, we're going to run right into the Thanksgiving season, and the rest of the world celebrates somewhat kind of a Christmas holiday. You know, hopefully, if nothing seasonal, else, they can whatever. celebrate with us. Yeah. Even if you don't celebrate the holiday or you don't celebrate what the holiday is about, just celebrate. I mean, heck, you know what? Everybody goes to work, and we work real hard every week, and and I say it's a good thing just sometimes to just stop and celebrate with others. And our show's about vacationing and travel and podcasts that are about that. And right. the whole point is, you know, everybody needs a break. We just need to, to take stop time and to smell just, the roses, yeah, as exactly. they say. Or And if, you know, if you're having a bad day and somebody else isn't, then, or if somebody else is having a bad day and you're not, drag them in there with you if you can and just help them kind of, in, you know, pick up their day for them. So that's what we try to do. That's what we'll continue to try to do. We'll try to you know, bring you maybe a smile on your face or whatever it takes. So we hope we're doing that. Yep, definitely. So also, don't forget, check out our video. We'll release it around Wednesday. If you are subscribed to us on Twicker, Twitter, <laughs> Twicker. Twicker. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what we need Twicker? to come up with next. That's Twitter and Flickr both. Yeah. <laughs> How would that happen? Yeah. Well, I guess they kind of have that already. It's... <laughs> It's little pictures of you, like yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, from your mobile phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, for once, so Adam. For once, Adam had the ADD moment. He kind of pulled us away. So I combined my yeah. two thoughts into one and <laughs> got fresh. Right. So yeah. Anyway, so, so come visit us. Visit us. Say, say hey to us on Twitter. Yeah, because then uh, when we release the video, you'll know we're releasing the video because right. you're following us on Twitter. That's what I meant to say. So yeah, give us a shout out and let us shout back to you. So, um, okay, yeah. With that, I guess that's it. I think we're done. Really enjoy your week. Hopefully you have some days off of work here. Enjoy Thanksgiving and enjoy eat Thanksgiving. Some yeah, and, uh, eat eat in a minute of whatever. If you're not into Thanksgiving or whatever, and you're somewhere else, eat anyway. So <laughs> just in honor of <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know whatever. what? Just eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's healthy. For Come on, you. <laughs> if if you've listened to very many of our shows, you know by now that we don't have to have a holiday to eat. So <laughs> just join us in that. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon. All right, see ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. This podcast may not be redistributed or re recorded without prior written consent from theseamazingplaces.com. <laughs> <laughs>